on this week's nonsensible podcast. Then I probably look like a How about both bald of guy? you guys wearing socks? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Sammy Love Hub. I allow you to give me CPR. All right. First of all, do you like how you look naked? That's a more important question. Yeah, I look at it every day. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. You just he kind of looks like the character of the Helsinki. Yeah. But the smaller version. Who is Helsinki? <laughs> yeah, but you're so positive. It's It's annoying. Yeah. This is Nonsensible. All right, welcome guys to another episode of Nonsensible with Dave, Sam, and Saul. Today we have our special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to have Woo back yeah, because Woo. I think out of uh-huh. all the guests, we've had a lot of amazing guests on the show, but Woo just brings a different level, and the fans out there have been like. We, they want Wu back. They want they Wu want back. back. They want yeah. Wu back. That was the very first episode, right? That was the very yeah. first episode. That was so One funny. and two. Yeah. That yeah. was when the show didn't even have a name. Welcome back to the Tales from the Jail Cell. <laughs> Tales from the Jail Cell. <laughs> Tales from the Jail Cell. Nice. We're excited about this. How you been, Wu? How, how have the last few months been? Um, Just being in my little cave. And just studying and working, practicing, and I feel like I I just been like um how do you say, chairman? Hypnotized, yeah, yeah. kind of like a hypnotized for four months. <laughs> yeah. What are you studying? Uh, I've been studying film, uh, some old type of jazz dancing, and like oh. the London jazz dancing, and yeah. So those those videos of you on Instagram is kind of what you've been yeah, studying. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. I, oh. I just thought that for, I just looked at it. I'm like, wow, this guy's <laughs> a natural. Everything he does is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just, but it was. Um, I started as like kind of like working out because mm-hmm. I haven't practiced dancing like I used to when I was younger. So, so I just started. Um, cause I don't want to work out like before, like just lifting weights all the time. And, mm. and I felt like I was just getting stiff. Yep. So I started, first I started with house dancing on YouTube. I was watching like the screen and just trying to follow along cause mm-hmm. I never really did house dancing. And then somehow I jumped into, uh, one of the dancers performance in Korea. He's like my older brother, mm-hmm. but we haven't talked for a while. And I stumbled upon his footage and and I just called him and I was like, hey, I think I got to learn this stuff. And that's when I everything got started. And he was like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, who's like that? Like, we were walking in the park one time and who's like, yo, I think I'm going to learn how to DJ. <laughs> and then four months later, he's freaking mastering, <laughs> mastering yeah. your craft. This dude, it takes, we were talking earlier, it takes woo four months to master something. That's crazy. Four months. What is Damn. house dancing like? Dancing to house music or dancing in your house? <laughs> <laughs> dancing to house music and, and a lot of times in your house. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's a genre of dance. Yeah, based but that's but the kind music. of dancing that you were talking about practicing before before that is like London jazz. You said that's afterwards. Oh, so okay, I started okay. as house dancing, just kind of like a cardio workout because mm-hmm. you have to use your legs, like a lot of steps, and. And I just stum- stumbled upon uh, my 
older brother's footage. Yeah. And because like the London jazz and like, and if you know jazz, like everybody's usually wearing suit and stuff. And just everything just looked cool, you know, yeah. like the music and Stylish. the shoes, style and everything. Yeah. And, and he made it, it looked pretty easy what he was doing on the... On the footage, you know? Yeah, <laughs> looks can be so, deceiving. So I called him. I was like, I, 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 I want to learn this stuff. And then just hell started, you know? Yeah. It was oh, you're like, like a obsessed torture. with it. No, it was, a, it was. He says it's torture. It was just like, it was just so difficult, you know? So the first month was just pure hell. Yeah. Um, I almost quit a couple of times, you know? <laughs> and I, but I don't know, I just, just kept doing it. Yeah. What about you, Sam? So, have you ever dabbled in anything dance? Anything dance? Yeah, you, Sam. Like in terms of for a long period of time. Have you ever have you ever used your body to rock to the music? I uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Growing up, so, like all the time. I was like in 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 my circle of friends. I was like the dance king. Like okay. I had my oh, own really? dance moves. Really? Sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had my own dance moves and, and like. I'd, we'd go to clubs and I'd be the one that would break it down. I'd be in the circle, like breaking down the what, Are you serious? That's awesome. Deadly serious. Wow. <laughs> Deadly serious. Well, don't, kind of- <laughs> don't get it twisted. Bigger guys can actually get down and dance on it. I've seen some big heavy set guys bust some amazing moves on the dance floor before. Yeah. There's but, always like a fat police officer <laughs> in, like, in, in like Instagram videos who just busts uh-huh. out some wild shit Absolutely. and the whole neighborhood goes nuts and jumps over fences. What kind of moves did you have, Sim? Well, I, there was one my friend called it the Sammy Love Hop. So it was kind of like I'd, I'd kind of – do you know the, the – um, what's it called? The sprinkler? The sprinkler dance move? No. You can show me better than you can tell it's, me. See, see, Diane. She knows it. It's, it's like the. It's this? like a version of that, but with your feet instead. So it's you've got one foot planted on the ground, and you've got one that you kind of you. I don't want to show you because I'm going to knock a table over. Why not? Why not? I'm really excited to see this. All right, guys. So uh, let me describe what we're looking at. Sam just got up. Oh. Is that the first time we had to move the camera? <laughs> so we're watching Wu, a dance specialist. See Dan- Sam's dance moves. Pretty flexible. <laughs> that was the Sammy Love Hop. I like that. That was good. That was good. <laughs> so well, I had a few things like that, but like I kind of grew up, like for me it was always music. So we'd... Yeah. Like in the 90s, it was New Jack Swing. And as we got older, we'd start going out to clubs a lot. And when we went to clubs, we went to have fun. Yeah. Like it wasn't – we'd get drunk, but it, the intention wasn't to go and pick up girls. Uh-huh. It was places that played good music. Yeah, yeah, and show yeah. your new dance moves. Absolutely. It was like – for me, it was like I'd get out there and it'd be a battle. I'm like, I want to I want to beat people. <laughs> like the dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkler <laughs> but with that one like that it, it would just originated as something that was funny yeah. like for shits and giggles yeah but it kind of in, in our circle of friends it kind of became the move that i was known for yeah you're like your little like inner meme kind of yeah thing. yeah but that's it for, for it was just it's something to do for too. fun yeah, it's, it's, that's exactly it's what it's about if my friends were laughing and everyone's having a good time a good time yeah it was successful that's yeah. all we needed what about you, Saul? You ever dabble in some? I dance? suck at dancing. I, 
I can like, you know, I can move my, on a stage. I can like, t- I can stick to the rhythm with my hand. I realized that I sucked at dancing in seventh grade when like my really cool black friend Armani came over to try to teach me a genuine dance move. Yeah. Oh, Remember oh, genuine? Yep. Man, his shit was magic. But, and I really wanted to be able to do this one. I, this is the only, this took me years. Is it, is it pony? No, this shit. Well, it was pretty good. Yeah, but that's the only thing I did. <laughs> that's all you wanted to do? It took me months. Damn. <laughs> Every time I would do it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because you just keep, like, control of one point of the, of one time. So that's know? it? That was all I got. <laughs> that, I that was like, like the first page of a book. I know, I know. And every time I tried to add my own flair to it, everyone was like, what the fuck is that shit? But whenever I just did that part, everyone was like, oh. Huh? It's like the table okay. of contents. It's not even the first page. This is all I can do. <laughs> this is all I can do. This is all it's, I can do. It's actually kind of cool though, right? So yeah. b-boy, like like when you were younger, when all those, like everyone was a b-boy, that wasn't something that you guys... Nah. Maybe that's why I rap because I can't move. Like, uh, I thought video games were cool. Yeah. And I like I liked basketball and shit, but yeah. Can you play DDR well? I was actually pretty good at DDR. Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. What do you think about people who are good at Dance Dance Revolution or Pump? What do I think about it? Yeah. Do you think that it actually translates to them being good dancers? <laughs> no. I never thought about it. Let me think about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen kids do that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you good at it? No. I I think I tried once. Yeah. yeah. It was, I never thought about it. Yeah. Isn't it more just timing? and Having a good time, you know, it's workout, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's good. It seems like it's just timing, though. It's just having your foot in the right place. There's no choreography yeah. involved. It's all it's just timing. It's literally just a game that you're matching, just rhythm. It's not. It's not. It's nothing. But I mean, the same thing goes with dance, right? Like I would imagine that, this, you know, the same way some people can't drum, the same way other people, dude, like, people can't it, dance. I'm right? sorry, so I'm gonna cut you off. It has nothing to do with fucking dancing. <laughs> you don't think that's like being good at guitar hero and playing guitar, dude. No, no, I'm saying that dancing has to do with having good rhythm. Oh, yeah. not DDR. Whoa, that was. That yeah. was a crazy point. So, so. I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> I think that some people are naturally just shitty at it, right? Well, I, I guess, but I think that he, you can suck at dancing but be good at DDR. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we need. To, I want to address the elephant in the room, being that since we was on the show last time, a lot's changed. Yeah, okay. like is the hair's gone. Oh, last I'm time you were on, you had the you had the leather jacket. It was kind of a completely different vibe. Yeah. Now you've got the suit, the short hair. Is this because you've been doing this London jazz dance? Have you uh, kind of picked up a whole different? I always vibe had. Or? I always had this, and um, uh, no, I I, I I just been like this, you know. I, sometimes I wear that, and sometimes I wear this, and. The long hair was the first time I grew it that long, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, really? And then so I started dancing so. And it was just getting in my way too much. So I just had to cut it off. Who's yeah. He's told me before, he's dabbled in a lot of styles. He used to have like mohawks and shit, right? Yeah, I had that when I was a kid. I used to just have it like just all off. Ooh, I had like white hair. Yeah, who's who f- around with his, his image but a lot? It, yeah. I got to respect that though. Like I wish I could, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Like play around with my image a bit more. Do you have fun doing that sometimes, changing it up? When I was younger, you know, yeah. but now it's just, I think it's just getting more simpler and simpler. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, one of the good thing about long hair was like, I don't have to cut it every two weeks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, this shit you have to cut every day <laughs> if you go completely bald. 
It's uh, annoying, Ben. What happens if you get you, you go on a bender and you get so wasted? Have you have you made love with your hat on? That's like having sex with your socks on. I don't think that people <laughs> sleep with me for how I look. Well, what's wrong with having sex with your socks on? Isn't that just weird? Is a it? lot of people say that. I don't think it's that. Like weird. if you've got if you've taken all your clothes off and you've got you get your socks on. I don't. I, don't, I generally don't wear socks at home. Like as yeah. soon as I get home, I take my shoes and my socks off. <laughs> So it's just I'm it's, just trying to imagine like all of you guys wearing socks having sex, you know? <laughs> yeah. That, you've got with, with pink socks on, you're with the rainbow. <laughs> Him with the I'm purple. sorry we put that in your head, Wu. That's not what the intention was. Wu, do you wear socks? Do I wear socks when I'm having sex? Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I had a girl wearing socks when I was having sex. I, that's what I'm saying. I think some girls, I think it looks good sometimes when women are wearing nothing but socks. Yeah. What if you're wearing nothing but socks? Then I'd probably look like a How about both bald of guy. you guys wearing socks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably it's a regret. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers where they had that performance where they had, they all, they're all performing with just socks on their junk? Whoa. Yeah. I, I think it was Flea that started yeah, doing Flea. it. Yeah, Flea. Yeah. He used to just wear socks on his junk. Have you ever tried it? No. There's Actually, a- maybe. I've tried it. You've tried it? Does yeah. it fit? It depends on the sock. Okay. Like, is it an anklet? Is it like, you know, one of the ones that <laughs> comes up to your knee? That's question at Emart. Yo, uh, I'm looking for socks. Do you think this would cover my nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to the baby sock aisle, sir. <laughs> 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 Go to the booties, huh? <laughs> there's actually there's a Quaker university near where I went to school that some of my friends went to. And, you know, I don't know, like, exact, like if this is totally true, but I heard that, like, nudity isn't a, isn't a bad thing or isn't illegal in, like, what, a Quaker. Yeah, so this dude used What's to a Quaker. This dude used to go to class with just a sock religion. on his dick. Religious. Oh, really? And there was like a guy who would like ride around on a longboard on campus with just a sock on his dick, and like girls would go to class topless. And really? All, yeah, at a Quaker school, which was crazy to me. See, here's my thing: if that's what that school's doing, shouldn't they be marketing themselves a little bit more in that direction? Mm. Yeah, like you can have people if kids go to university to party and have fun. Wouldn't you want to go to a school like that? That's quite liberal. Yeah, I guess I don't want to be naked though. <laughs> I'm not. I don't, I don't like what I look. I don't. You don't I, like what you look like naked. I I did like what I look like naked in February, but yeah. I don't like what I look like naked now. Uh, post post COVID. Yeah, you guys saw me. Like, you saw me on my Never birthday. Naked. Not naked. You yeah. saw me on my birthday though. Oh, I yeah, was yeah, yeah. so skinny and so such such good shape, and now after all the gyms closed down, what? Hey, yo, okay, I have, I have another question. Did you guys unintentionally, any of you, use COVID-19 as an excuse to not do something and you feel guilty about it now? I use COVID as an excuse to stop working out and I feel stupid about it now. No, but see, he's, I'm the same. I stopped going to the gym because of that. But it's not I, – I think for me it was just there were so many people at the gym and I was kind of worried about the potential – Okay. To actually contract the disease, I could have ran. You know, okay. I have weights at home, and mm. and you could have too, right? Well, I'm still, I am. I, I found other methods of exercise, oh, okay. but, but I didn't even do that. That's I've stopped going to the gym. Yeah, all it took was them going, "Oh, no, gym." I'm like, "Okay, no working out." Yeah, I see what you mean. Stupid. And I blame my, I blame my laziness on YouTube, like, oh, COVID nineteen. Like, no, I think you were just a little bit bombed, right? Yeah, I was, just- I was depressed. Yeah. Socializing for me, maybe. 
socializing. Yeah, I, I found that like there are certain situations that I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people there. I don't know. Maybe I won't, mm-hmm. you know, just under the circumstances. What about you? Anything that you changed because of COVID-19? And do you like how you look naked? Both of those. It's a package First of all, do you like how you look naked? That's a more important question. Yeah, I look at it every day. <laughs> it's pretty good. Just like completely naked and satisfied. <laughs> okay. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I'd be satisfied if I looked yeah. like Whoa. And um, something I regret because of COVID-19, something that I didn't that, do. Or you didn't do or you changed or something that you just… I guess not just something it's, to change because uh, of COVID-19. You've almost used, it's almost like you've used COVID-19 as, as an excuse, excuse to not do something. I can't think of anything right now because uh, I was just like doing something every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. And crazy. more time to That's do That's what shit. you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to use this time yeah. to do shit that you wouldn't do normally. You know, like work on a craft or something. But I was just like, oh, this pandemic. I just got to just sit here and do nothing. Because mm-hmm. I… I go, I go crazy if I don't do something within the day. I just mm-hmm. got to do, do something like whether it be just working out or just whatever it is. Me too. I'll uh, lose I gotta, it. I got to do something every day. It's hard for me to rest, you know? Yeah. yeah that's, I wish I could just rest for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. But it's just I'll go crazy, you know? <laughs> I either have to be like learning something new yeah, or, yeah. or drinking. Yeah. <laughs> that's good too. <laughs> I, I found myself wasting too much time though. I found like Instagram has taken up too much of my time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for no re- like for no reason at all. It's just like, what do I do? Uh, Instagram. We were talking about that in the car. Wu was saying this exact same thing. You feel like you lately you've been feeling like you know social uh, media is a bit of a waste of time. Yeah, so I like I don't do it like before because mm-hmm. I have things to do. So <laughs> <laughs> and I I literally don't. Sometimes I, I like uh, I don't look at it. For like a few days at all, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's changed. Because I'll be think- so like just like this with the things that I'm doing. You guys are you guys know this well. You guys have like a you're probably in like the 99th percentile of like having a lot of followers on Instagram, right? Do you think that people who get like famous and have a ton of Instagram likes like get more addicted to Instagram? You know, because like every one of the, every like and all the, all the comments and all that shit, it's like designed to react with like dopamine in your body. I don't know how Sam feels about it, but I'm the opposite. The more followers I got, the less I… The less you cared? When you're going up, when you're in the phase where you're going up in SNS and social media, um, you put a lot of effort and time and check it all the time. But once you get used to it and having a lot of followers and stuff, I mean… Sounds, I guess, irresponsible, I guess, to people who enjoy my content and stuff. But I found that I care less and less and less over time because I've already tasted it. Yeah, it's like you have a tolerance. Yeah. So I don't look at the comments as much anymore. Like I, haven't che- I, I haven't checked any of my YouTube comments in days. I don't even I, care. I'd, I'd say it's less about caring. I just think because you get so much more feedback, it's difficult to go through and read the comments. And like I think it used to be when you had less followers, you'd reply to a lot more comments. Mm-hmm. And when you start out, more often than not, they're friends and family. So they're people that you know outside of SNS. But once it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you've got, you know, like I've got half a million followers on Instagram, it's like I don't know who 99% of these people are. They're just people that follow me. Sam doesn't care about any of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to keep, yeah, you know, when you get a, a bunch of 
people, you know, writing comments, it's like if you reply to one person, you kind of have to reply to all yeah. of them. I worry about that with Wu too. Like don't just well, women just the, bore you now? I, I mean, <laughs> just – you know, like half of the comments is like punch me or choke me, yeah. stuff like that. Look so, at his comments. Know. All the comments are just dirty it's comments. Amazing, I'm just trying man. to figure it out. Have you guys seen the comments on this? It's <laughs> insane. I've dude. seen well, the comments. There's nothing crazier done. than Dave's comment. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? I always, I always you should read nasty. your comment yeah, on my dude. post. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I say some dirty <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. Who started that? Just some. Me. You started that? I, 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 no. People were doing it before, but I made it, I made it work. I made it. The poetry level. Yeah, yeah, so I made so people were just saying it, and I made it. I opened. I almost opened the door for his followers to. I I, I showed that it was okay to just go one hundred and fifty percent. he's normalized. They it. really do go hundred percent. Dave is Dave is definitely up the ante on that. Yeah, like, I'll find a few. What What is going through your mind when you're? When you're writing these comments, all I gotta do is look at Wu and his body, and I just get inspiration. It comes straight to my fingers. What if one day we find out that like 20 of those accounts are just all him? <laughs> Wu, he's just living a lie. It's, it's not like a bunch of 18 year old Dave, girls. That wanna, it's just Dave, Dave behind his computer. It wouldn't surprise me that Dave's got burner accounts at all, at all. <laughs> That's funny. But it, hang, this brings up the, the that topic. Does anyone here have a burner account? What's burner account? Another well, account? A fake, you account. A fake account so you can see other people's stories and stuff. Uh, but you stuff. made one for me? I made one for you and now I use it as mine. Oh, okay, okay. I can't remember. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of so it's like you can be anonymous and, and look at people's accounts or you can it's write comments stories, anonymously. So I can look at people's stories without them knowing I'm looking at their stories. You ever do that with uh, AOL Instant Messenger when you were little? Oh, uh, yeah. I used to do that. See, a lot of kids do. I, have, like, I have this one and this one. These these two right here. These top one and the third one. Yeah, these two are... And I just follow all the people that I hate. <laughs> you fo- So what's the concept behind following people that you hate? Uh, well, I hate them, but they're all... I also consider them... Um, I guess I'm also curious about what they're doing. Kate, yeah. Kate, Kevin Durant's like the perfect example yeah. of this. Like he's got a burner account where he'll like, if people start saying bad shit about him, he'll like reply with positive things. And yeah. he's yeah, been yeah. caught out a few times with that. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. But then do you not feel like if someone says something negative on your Instagram or something that you want to you wanna back it up, but you don't want to do it as yourself? No, I just ban them. I don't know. I feel like if I, if it got ever got that crazy, I would just. I, I think I just would try not to read it. Yeah, but you're so positive. It's it's annoying. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's because I'm scared of negativity. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like he'll, I, he'll do anything to avoid conflict. I don't like conflict. Yeah, Wu kind of tends to take conflict well, straight on, don't you? He used to. How right? so? Tell us about your conflict resolution in the past versus now. Like, for example, let's say there's somebody you hate. Well, how would you have handled it, you know, 12 years ago compared to how would you handle it now? Uh, but that hate, it depends on the situation, okay, okay. you know what I mean? So if I met the person and, he, you know, there was a incident, there's this dancer that he's always like bully, younger mm-hmm. dancers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was coming up when I was in my younger days. And we're in the club and he said, you want to smoke? And then he was, he was drunk. And then I smoked already. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I already smoked. And he 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 threw the the pack at me. Yep. He's Ooh. like right here and he just went Poof, like that, you know, and hit my face. And so this is how you used to handle it, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited <laughs> to hear this. So I, so I crushed, so I picked it up, I crushed the the, 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 cigarette, you know, pack. the cigarette pack and then I dumped it on his head like this, you know. Oh. Yeah. So, so he punched me. So, you know, I had to whoop his ass, you know, like bad, <laughs> <laughs> like really bad. Where, where was this? In the club. In the club. You know? In the club. Yeah. You had to whoop his ass. Yeah, I had to whoop his ass. And I think if, if he, if somebody like that does that to me now, I think I'll just walk away, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just not even saying anything, you know. What do you your think, your what do you badassness think? speaks for itself. Right? You don't have to do what, it. What do you think changed? I yeah. mean, I know it's like a very um, deep question because uh-huh. there might have been a lot of things that changed, uh-huh. you know, over time. But what was what do you think is the main thing that made you with that with this part? Just uh-huh. with this, uh, able uh-huh. to deal with situations better, you know. Oh, uh, just from just from experience, and um, I just got used to because I think that's part of the habit too. Handling things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's really hard to change. Yeah. We're like tempers and stuff like that. And it was like a s- slow progress. Mm. And, and it, so if something, something like that happens and I just walk away or something like that, I wake up feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll good. forget, forget about it. About mm. 72 hours later, I'll just forget about it, you know. I was at this lounge yeah. with Wu. At Brown, and there was these, and we were just standing there vibing with music. We were literally just standing there vibing with music. Me, Wu, and the owner of the place. Mm. And there was these two big dudes, and they kept smashing into Wu, like over and over again, like smashing into Wu. And Wu said something like, "Yo, you, I'm, I'm behind you. You know, stop." And the guy like kind of like like laughed at him. Actually, he, I didn't even say anything. I just like yeah, he I just kind of protecting like, myself. Yeah, he was just like kind of like, oh yeah, you probably like. Yeah. And then the guy turns around and he goes, Salam Tare? Like, are you good at fighting? And Wu goes, no. And the guy kept looking at Wu and was just kind of like, no. And the dude just ended up just off. Yeah. yeah. I, I think in, in that, those situations, a lot of the time, if you can just laugh, laugh it off, I think people tend to get offended by that even more. Yeah. Like if they try and push your buttons and you just laugh at them. Because I, I think the older you get, the more you realize that people who are dicks like that, that's what they they want. Exactly. They want your attention. They want you to, to well, they want you f*** with them. Well, they want to f*** with you. So they want you to step up to that position. And maybe if they want to fight, that's what they want. But mm-hmm. if you turn around and, and laugh at the situation or just turn around and walk away, they haven't achieved what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. But like Wu said, if you get into a physical confrontation – the next day you're going to wake up, you could have, you know, a black eye. You could, you're going to be feeling sore or you're going to be feel, feeling sorry for yourself. But if you remove yourself from that situation, like you said, 48 hours, 72 hours later, there's not, it's not even a memory mm-hmm. because there was no conflict to begin with. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be testosterone too. Because when you're like, you know, from, from like young, 15 yeah. to like – 26, 27, like if people fuck with you, it's almost impossible not to (laughs) let it like make your blood boil, you know what I mean? And especially like uh, the place and situation too. There's nothing, what I'm going to prove in that club or Mm -hmm. that place or the street somewhere, you know? Like 
I mean, if you're in jail, it's a different story. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if if I was in jail right now, all my old habits will come out probably just yeah. to mm. as a survival mode. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but not anywhere here. You know, no, <laughs> well, what am I going to prove? <laughs> Nothing. I, I think society has also put men in a situation where men have to be tough. Men have to be manly. You know. So as soon as you get in a situation where someone steps up to you, it's always like, well, it's time to fight. Fight with your fists. Like, I don't understand why there's, why men have to be this testosterone-filled. I mean, we've got testosterone, obviously, but why do we have to be, you know, alpha males? Why has society set us up for that? There's nothing wrong with being the sensitive guy and saying, you know, I don't want to fight. Uh, I think out of ignorance, you know. Because yeah. they don't know that far what you're talking about, you know. There's got to be something yeah. natural about it too, though, because there's so many. No, kids but I think Sam's it. making it. I think there's naturals, but I think there's there's natural tendencies for people to want to fight. But I think Sam makes a good point yeah. because once for some people, if you step down from a fight, uh, another third person's reaction might be like, Pussy. "What a little bitch!" Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. When when that's not even a thing, like, what if you just don't want to fight? <laughs> like, I don't want to fight. And the other thing is when when there is conflict. Whenever you see conflict, and it's not even, it hasn't even got to the physical stage, a group of people <laughs> will come from God knows where, but all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. there's a circle where. of people, people with phones, world star, world star. Yeah. And it's like, hang on, what, we could just be like speaking loudly, we could be shouting each other, but this group of people, and they're almost cheering what, you on. Where they do they always see, come from? They're it's like could, blood sport. <laughs> they come from out of nowhere. There's suddenly, there's like, it's, Wait, what? it's like there's some magnetism that just draws people in as soon as there's conflict. Yeah. And and that's part of the – with the society is like, you know, why do you want to see – why do we want to see two people get physical do, with each other? But humans in general like to see destruction and people – and, you know, you can, you don't look away I don't from, even know. I don't know if they like it, but they're drawn to they're it. They're drawn to it, yeah. I want to see professionals do it who have been trained in it professionally, whether yeah. it's UFC, boxing, I don't know, though, football. I don't know. When there's a fight, I always kind of like – yeah, but I get like kind of like, do I have to fight too now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not like an in total like a totally enjoyable experience to watch people fight for me. I don't think I look at it more than two or three seconds. I just go away. I'm yeah. not yeah. interested for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like carry on with your business. I'd, I'd rather if I was going to meet someone, I'd rather just go and meet them. I guess as I'm an undeveloped mind because I still watch. I'm still like, ooh. <laughs> do you yeah. pull your phone out? No, of course not. No, but, that, but but that's another thing we're seeing now is is everything's on the internet. So it is even if it's a car crash or, or someone's you know Whoa. fallen over, people are pulling out phones as opposed to getting in the middle of a fight and breaking it up or, or or trying to help people in you know dire situations. I've seen situations where somebody's hurt or in a bad situation, someone's filming it, and the people on the comments are like, "Why the f- are you filming it? Why aren't you helping?" Mm-hmm. Or like it'll be like a like a dog like like like. Like crawling or something. Like, Help the fucking dog. Mm. Why are you filming it? Like, I heard that. Is it true that in China you're like you're part of the? You can be like sued or something if you go over and like tamper with and help somebody. Yeah, what? there's some laws about some that. weird law like even, that. Like someone gets into an accident. Even here in Korea, I think there is some responsibility if you try to help someone that's been in an accident. And for example, if they end up dying, yeah, and you've tried to give first aid to them, I think there is also a percentage of responsibility here in Korea. 
I'm not sure of the exact law. I remember there being something. I like know where that. that comes from, though. It makes a little bit of sense, though. What is? What do you think? I think they call it the Good Samaritan <laughs> law. So what it, it like? It essentially, if someone's you know having a cardiac arrest, if you know CPR and you know first aid, the first thing that I'd be thinking coming from Australia is to try and save that person's life. But if I don't do CPR properly and that person ends up dying because I tried to do CPR, that's where this responsibility comes True. into play which means you see a lot of situations where people just stand back and they're like, I don't want to get involved because there could be consequences that come from getting involved. But this will help. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of unfortunate though yeah. because if that was my wife or my child or a family member, I'd be like, I'd, anyone to try help. and help. Please help. Yeah. However, I don't care what they do. And if they do something wrong, I don't find that they should yeah. be responsible for it. But, that's family. but some people get over for the same thing though. Like let's say someone tries to help and you get sued by the family because a person died and like you shouldn't have touched them. You know, this world is never mind. Well, if I ever get <laughs> if I ever if I ever get a situation, I allow you to give me CPR. Right. You may you may suck on my face to save my life. And, and if he ever dies, you can give him one of your organs and we know yeah. which, and we know which one he wants. <laughs> I don't He's, know if you can transplant that organ, but still. I don't think Woos would fit. <laughs> it's worth trying. It's worth trying. Is anyone an organ donor here? No. In a, I mean, in America, they just ask you to put the little heart sign on your license. And that makes you an organ donor. So you're an organ donor? Yeah, we are. If you're in a, Yeah, right. They just put it on your license. But don't you have to elect to be an organ donor? Yeah, they just ask you, you want to be an organ donor? <laughs> and then you say, Are yeah, you an sure. organ donor, Wu? <laughs> you don't want Wu's organs? That shit's corrupt. About it. <laughs> 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 what, what's going on with Wu's organs? I don't know. You replace Wu's lungs with yours. You, <laughs> you just get black lungs. <laughs> Wu's heart is probably half broken. It's just, bro there's probably cracks in Wu's heart. Aww. His soul is just bleak. <laughs> I don't even think about that. I have the responsibility to keep this liver in better shape if I'm a, a well, donor. I, th I think it's, if it's do like once they get you on the cart and open you up and they're like, yeah, no, that liver's, no yeah. one's going to use that. That's done. <laughs> That's done. Kidney and no. Nah. <laughs> no, maybe want... they'll take your maybe they'll take an eye out. I don't yeah. know. Maybe an eye. The, the only thing you... they're taking from Woo is little Woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. Take that shit away. <laughs> His liver's trash. His lung, lungs are <laughs> shriveled like a raisin, but I'll take that little woo <laughs> right in my dead body's mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I learned this from you. <laughs> it sounds like you've just done something like a mafioso would do to one of his worst enemies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you double-cross me. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> did we have some, some questions? Did, did, did we not have a post on Instagram about Woo being on the show? They want to know what Woo is going to be for Halloween. Oh, with the current situation we're going through with COVID. No Halloween. What's happening with Halloween? Like, okay. ET, is ET one Halloween going ahead? All right. So, I, I okay. I think two things are going to happen. I bet you 99%. People have masks on. Well, people, first of all, people are going to have masks on. A lot of people are still going to gather in ET one, but a lot of people won't gather in ET one. It won't be as big as it is. But I know they're opening clubs up again. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we're down to social distancing level one again, which means that clubs and bars are. Bro, I don't know. I don't know about Halloween. I think I'm just gonna sit that one out, dude. Because even even with me, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm already a homebody, but Halloween. That's a lot of people and a lot of irresponsibility. I don't know about this. What are you going to do for Halloween? You're just going to... I don't know, but I just thought about dressing up as um something that I'm comfortable with. You know, the the money heist. Have money money heist. The money heist. On Netflix. Yeah. 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 You know that red jumpsuit? Uh-huh. Something I'm really comfortable uh-huh. with. You know? <laughs> <laughs> jumpsuit? Yeah, I'm going to wear that. And it's got it's, with a, like the, the Salvador Dali mask as well. Yeah. <laughs> you just he kind of looks like the character of the Helsinki. Yeah. But the smaller version. Who is Helsinki? <laughs> he looks just like you, but just like Will you show me? Yeah. yeah. Hel- Helsinki's, yeah. He's an interesting I haven't guy. seen uh, that show yet. Money Heist. It's on Netflix. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really popular here in Korea for some reason. Yeah. It's it, it Spanish. Hit number, it hit number two in Netflix. Oh, really? Oh, wow. yeah. Is it good? Are it Korean people actually using Netflix? No. Uh, it seems like a lot of Korean people are watching a lot of Korean dramas. Yeah. On it, they're the most popular ones. But a lot of people I know, Netflix is just they kind of go to at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think uh, with the whole COVID crisis, people have just been at home a lot more. So it's like instead of watching TV at a certain time, it's like I want to watch it when I want to watch it. It looks that. Look- it looked just like him, but it's, it's like his son, you know. With a bigger beard. Yeah. <laughs> I did used to have a massive, massive oh, beard. Oh, Saul like used to have a beard just like this, like one down uh, here. Yeah. So what do we think in terms of Halloween? What do we think the top costumes are going to be this year? Hazmat suit? Yeah, um, that would that would be cool if people actually had like gas masks. And- I think like obviously people are going to have to – going to be concerned with covering up. So I think people are going to try and find out costumes that could involve masks that we wear on a regular basis. Yeah. I think there'll be a few Tiger Kings. Yeah, of course. Oh, God, yeah. Imagine how many there would be if Halloween was in full effect. I I was telling Will about Tiger King the other day. I was going to watch it. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? Uh, I mean, I heard a lot from him, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's Uh something I could see myself dressing up as Tiger King. Yeah, that'd be fun. Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Killed his husband. Uh, whacked him. Carol <laughs> <laughs> <Kettle> Baskin. <laughs> that song uh, was so good. Yeah. And they put it to the NBA 2K shit. Yeah. Are you doing anything for Halloween? I don't think so, man. I, I don't, I don't want to be Jeez around it. that many people in, in Itaewon. For listeners that don't know, Itaewon's obviously a, a neighborhood here in Seoul. But on Halloween, it just turns into a sea of people. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like complete streets are filled with just people, just swarms people, of people. people. It's really like the only place where you can get like a, an American kind of Halloween, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's like a festival here. Because there's a military system. base right next to it. Yeah. So people, kids can like go trick-or-treating at the stores. All clubs are full. All bars are full. It's just thousands and thousands, more than 10,000, take ten, tens of thousands of people just in one little neighborhood. And it's so much fun. Yeah. But I don't think Koreans will do that. I don't think it's going to happen. This year? Yeah, I don't think Koreans will do it. I've seen people on the on like Facebook and the internet, and there's been talk about Halloween events. And a group I'm involved with, 90% of people said they're not going to be involved in Halloween events this year. You ever been to Itaewon Halloween? Yeah, once. How was it? Good. It was, it was crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm like, damn, I'm never coming here again. Because <laughs> 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 I was just stuck in one place for like an hour. Yeah. I couldn't oh, even yeah. move, you know? Yeah, you yeah. can't move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. imagine that right now with the with oh, the yeah. social distancing is, is yeah. Halloween in Itaewon. Social distancing is out the window. Yeah. Like you're shoulder to shoulder with yeah. people. I was freaking Edward Scissorhands last year. I was so uncomfortable. Too. I was thinking about that when I was watching the NBA championship the other day. How many people were packed together at the Staples Center watching that, celebrating that game? Did you see that? Like, it looked like Itaewon on Halloween. People are do, still doing that shit in America. Well, not even. I mean, Ronaldo just came out and he's got COVID as well. Like, he was out for dinner with the, the Portugal national team. And they were almost sitting shoulder to shoulder at the table. Like, it just seems that social distancing is, you're starting to see up curves again because social distancing is going out the window. Now I'm looking at all y'all as just potential enemies. <laughs> enemies? Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying, though. Luckily for us, like, there aren't these, like, the clusters are small here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Korean people are so responsible about not getting into these massive groups. <clears throat> Halloween, if you had to give someone here a costume to wear for Halloween, what would it be? I think I'd dress you as Baby Yoda from Mandalorian. <laughs> Baby Yoda? Yeah. Have you seen Mandalorian? <laughs> no. On Disney Plus? No. So it's a Star Wars series and it's kind of got, um, it's about a bounty hunter, which is part of the Mandalorian, um, I guess, I don't know, I think they said they're not a race, they're a creed. Yeah. But it's like Boba Fett kind of character. Yeah. And Baby Yoda's in this. So Yoda as a baby. And I think you'd be perfect as Baby Yoda. Sounds cute. I don't know who I'd get to dress as Mandalorian, but yeah, that could be your Halloween costume. Yeah. I'll dress Dave as Penguin from Gotham. (laughs) 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 It looks just like him. (laughs) Yeah, well, Uh. (laughs) I'd dress you as a law-abiding kind citizen. (laughs) I would leave you undressed. <laughs> I would let you do whatever you want. <laughs> God damn it. I don't, don't want to mess with him. Just imagine Woon just nothing but leather. Just, but except his leather pants, just like a small hole in the back. Chaps. Chaps. Spandex or PVC. Have you ever worn a thong, Woo? No. Have you? No. He's wearing one right now. <laughs> <Don't listen. laughs> Am I? No. <laughs> Not even like to the beach? I have cute colored underwear. Check it out. <laughs> I like those. Yeah. Would you ever wear a thong to the beach if no. you were in a European country where that was status quo? I don't even wear Speedos. So, the, you know, the little. Yeah. We call them budgie smugglers in Australia. That's what I mean. That's what I meant by a thong. Budgie I, smuggler. Because <laughs> it looks like you're smuggling a budgie. <laughs> What is a budgie? What's a budgie is a bird. It's like a small <laughs> parakeet. <laughs> a budgerigar. Parakeet. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like you've got a small bird down the front of your pants when, got, when you wear those. A budgie. Yeah. His shit would be a pterodactyl smuggler, dude. <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking about trying it on when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I don't understand why people wear those to the beach. Like, like if, if you're confident you want to be free? Professional swimmers tend to used to wear them. A lot of them don't wear those anymore. But what do they wear? Well, they kind of wear the bodysuits now. Oh. Yeah, they kind of look like a wrestling outfit. Are those even regulation? Like, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, for me, it's sports shorts. It seems like that could make you go faster. 
If you had some kind of crazy. Well, swimmers wax their body, so. Okay, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, no more budgie. You're talk. talking about budgie smuggling and waxing bodies and what's considered normal in a swim competition. Well, I don't know. We All lost right. you on your phone for a second. This yeah. is what happens. We start, we start talking about bird penises. I thought he was doing an ASMR over there by himself, the way he's chomping on that jolly <laughs> Anyways, um, so as Sam and Saul, you guys recall, we had a we had we heard, had a couple of tales from the cell, tales from the jail. That was so fun the first time. So <laughs> before uh, we wrap today's episode off, can you give us another tale from the cell of Wu? Tale from the jail. I don't have. Um, I think the the story I I talked about last time was the craziest one. Just you know, know breaking a finger. Be crazy. Yeah, yeah. So can I just ask a question then before you yeah. go into your story? Did did people turn their toothbrushes into shanks in jail? Because yeah. that that's yeah. like not just for TV. Yeah. People really did. Yeah. Like on the on the on the wall, they just like sharpen it up mm-hmm. and carry it in their pocket. Oh yeah, when they have to. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, when there's like situation, you know, as a protection, I guess. You know? I don't ever want to go to jail. <laughs> there's no way I'm getting out of there alive. I think you're good, but it depends. <laughs> no, it's it depends. not gonna happen. But it depends oh, that, where you're okay. locked up, you know. Uh, like certain jail is just peaceful, mm-hmm. and certain, and you get transferred a lot because of the population uh-huh. in jail. And certain places really uh, peaceful, and certain places just just hell on earth, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Was yours relatively hellish? I've been to everything, you know, and like certain times I had to sleep with rats in the corner and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. And you just hit the hit it like hit the bunk like this, and they'll just be like, Pew, you know. <laughs> Whoa. And then later on, you become friends, you know, <laughs> with the rats. Yeah, you cut. You start talking to them because you're in, you're alone for you're alone for so long, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but the so the tale that I have is um. So when you're locked up, uh, and going through trials, mm-hmm. you you have you you only eat the food they have. When you get transferred, then it's kind of like army. You could have canteens and stuff. Yeah, they put money, and you could buy stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, you know what that is, right? They have, it's like a, it's almost like a convenience store. Kind yeah, of. you could buy like noodles, but it's not like the noodles we see. It's like some cheap noodles, mm-hmm. you know, something you, that you can't make a shank out of. <laughs> no, like no name, no name noodles. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like no name soda and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it gets better like when you transfer after you get your sentencing. But um, so before that, when you're on trial. Like, you're just thinking about food every day. Mm. Just every day you're thinking about food, talking about food, like what you're going to eat, like when you get out or you get transferred and stuff like that. And so so some cops and, like, the teachers inside, we call it cop staff in there, you know, yep. staff or guard. Or, you know, and so some of them, you know, they like some little cash on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell us to bring money and they'll they'll give us food. Uh, you know, how do you get the money? So this this is the story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so so every time after visiting, we do squat and cough. You guys heard about squat and mm-hmm. cough in like mm-hmm. movies, right? So you're not like hiding something in your yeah. You turn around, then you squat, and they search the you know the behind, and yeah. you know. So I re- I'm I'm like crazy about Mexican food, so I'm just like dreaming about Mexican food all day, and like some cellmates. Like some friends in there, they tell me like, you know, 
this, you, you know, talk to this cop and you could, you know, get some burritos and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So how we get the money in? I'm like, you got to, you got to put it, put it behind, man. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what you mean? So the, the person starts explaining to me, you know, mm-hmm. when you, you tell your parents, you know, get like a little size wrap, you know, put the money in there. So it's actually, so it's like, um. Something like this size, you know. Six year old. You get, you can, you can get cash into that size. So just like, yeah. um, you get the wraps and you, you know get the money in like this. And during the visit, you you put it back there. Yeah. So you, you know? did that? Yeah, I did. So gave you the money, mom? Who was? Yeah, mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. So you're wow. sitting, you're sitting down at the table directly across from your mom, and she slides you the money in a wrap. Yeah. yeah. Then you put it in your hand, and uh-huh. while you're sitting down, you yeah. try and you, you have to manipulate it so that you don't look conspicuous and try and. Yeah. Can you can you give us the the physical like move? Yeah. Let me let me remember. <laughs> and and well, one more question: You're allowed to touch them? Is there like a little place where you can like hold your mom's yeah, hand? Yeah, you're you're just, you're just sitting like really close. It's like close. a table, right? yeah. But you know that depends on the place too. And there's but, a bunch of other people with their yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah, a lot I've of people, those, yeah. you know what I mean? So they can't catch everything, you know. So of course, all the parents they 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 bring you know a little bit of money so that their child could get some food and stuff mm-hmm. you know so everybody's doing it in there you know but I kind of found out late you know yeah so but I'm curious so I'm asking my like my cellmate yo is that it's all right man you know it's all right it's like yeah it feels weird but it's all right man you know it's worth it. So, so in my brain, I'm just like thinking about weird stuff. What if it goes in and like, I'm just like, because I don't know sh- yeah, shit yeah, about yeah, this. You know? yeah. What if I can't get it out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was, you know, I was successful. So, What'd you say to mom? How'd you get her to come? When she, uh, how'd you, what'd you say? Because we get a phone call, you know? So how'd you say it? Like, mom, I need yeah, you to. I need, I need you to wrap it around, you know, with the little wrap, yeah. you know? And just, you know, get some grease on there, you know? With what? With like WD-40, Vaseline? I don't know, man. I don't, know. I don't think that was a- <laughs> How did it go in? Was it smooth? But it was like this small, so, you know what I mean? I mean, it was, it felt weird, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I want a burrito so bad, so. That's the best story I've One of the best stories I've ever heard. <laughs> That's such That's a good story. so good. That's so I'm worried, like, if I squat and cough, it might come out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you're like, we'll turn around, squat and cough, and like, <clears throat> and then, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shit didn't come it out. You know? That's awesome. That is yeah. unbelievable. Was the how was the burrito? And then so you 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 know clean that shit up, you know. Yeah. And then you know get the money out and then give to the cops or some teachers and they bring the food like the next day. How or was something. the burrito? Yeah. <sighs> was it right? like a proper burrito? Better than sex, man. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they bring it to your cell and you can eat it in your cell? No. Sometimes they do that, or it depends. If you're a teacher, they bring it to the class, and then you just eat it in the bathroom or some corner mm-hmm. inside the class. Or, like, you know, sometimes they bring the food at midnight. Uh-huh. Yeah. When every, everything's wow. locked down. Uh, just another quick question on the, mm. the food. Is it When we watch the films, we look at the detectives, and they're interrogating you, and they're like, I know you're thirsty. I know you're hungry. Mm-mm. You know, I'll give you some nice food. Is that Does that really happen? Like, do the detectives kind of like give you food to oh, eat it, before it, they? No, it didn't happen with me because I think, because um, I wasn't like uh, hiding from, I just got caught during, you know what I mean? With, with a lot of stuff with like uh, teenage violence, gang violence and stuff uh-huh. like that. So like they didn't have to really inter- interrogate me. You know? uh, yeah, I they do that when they're trying to make you say yeah. something. Right? Well, That's like, when like if you've been on a hide yeah. or something, you know, yep. for 
murder and stuff like that, you know. But. And they could tell Wu ain't no rat. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have, no, he we, might hang out with them. <laughs> like all my best friends, we just got locked up at almost the same time, you know. So in the same jail. Yeah, we're like 15 years old, you know. Yeah, like same place, you know. So he comes out a f- an adult. Wow. It is 20s. How, how old? Yeah, 20. Five. So going 15, come goes, out of 20. Uh, wow. Yeah. He goes there as a kid at the young, right, such an important age of 15. He comes out a full grown 20 year old man and gets Jeez. deported. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back. Good to be here. You're <laughs> always welcome back. <laughs> Nonsensible. It's so always a pleasure. It's so always a pleasure. Fun. Some of the most interesting stories we get on this podcast. Absolutely. So good. Man, I should write a book about the you tales. You should. <laughs> yeah. I've told him this before, but that, that's a book I'd read for sure. <laughs> Anyways, Wu has a lot of, uh, we'll talk about it next time on the podcast, but Wu has a lot of ideas and a lot of stuff he wants to venture into, like short films and movies too. So oh, we uh, can look forward to that. Actually, the, the, uh, the short film that I'm going to make, the, the name is Cellmate. You know, nice. I'm preparing like three short films, but one of them is Selma. Hell yeah! Nice. And I, I was actually thinking about thinking about him as a one of the guard. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should do it. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'm always down. I'm always down. I, I told my one of the 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 my team workers about about mm. Sam. Really? Actually, yeah. You'd be a good one, Sam, because yeah. he he was he's an actor too. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I hope that's a good thing. Being a guard, like I hope I don't get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> <laughs> or I have to be an asshole guy. Uh, Wu, while we've got you here, if there's anything you want to promote, whether it's your your Instagram or you've got any events that uh, listeners and viewers can tune into. Oh, uh, my Instagram is how do you say that? Under, underscore underscore Mister Wu underscore. And the recent work that I did was uh, Lehigh's Holo dance cover for AMG Company, and mm-hmm. uh, and I actually made a little. Jazz film for this artist named Kimoki in Korea. Yep. And I actually did the whole editing and coloring and and I was actually dancing the video. Cool. And so you could, I think you have to type Kimoki. Actually, you could just go through, uh, go to Ame- Amoeba Culture YouTube channel and watch the film. It's black mm-hmm. and white film. Yes. Awesome. Um, oh. Thanks again for joining us today. Also, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify. Don't forget to leave us a review. We love reviews Mm -hmm. with five stars. Anything less, eh, five stars are great. We appreciate that. You can find us on Instagram at Dive Studios. You can also watch the whole podcast on YouTube, Dive Studios as well. Uh, Anything else I need to say? I don't think so. Love you guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay safe, guys. Stay healthy. We'll see you guys on the next podcast. See you then. Peace. Peace. Bye.